What's good, everybody, and welcome to the Headspace Podcast. This is the show where we break down the new hip-hop albums as they drop, infrequently as we may be with it these days, uh, and we talk about them track by track, giving thoughts and experiences as we go through the album. My name is Holden Stefan Roy. Today we are talking about the Yellow Wolf and Caskey project, Yellow Wolf Black Sheep. Um, this came out. And uh, we're going to listen to it over here at the Headspace Podcast. Yeah, that's what it is. Um, so, y'all, let's get into it for real, reals. We are doing this live on Twitch for the people watching this there. And as you can see, Nuclear Convoy just showed up lurking, meaning if nobody else comes, his name is stuck in this video for, like, the whole thing when it hits YouTube later. So some advantages to hitting up the Twitch and being part of it. The other part of it is I have not yet listened to this album. So for those of you watching this, three months in the future, bear with me. You know, I'm just going to put it out there. You're watching a first reaction slash review type style format. I'm going to listen to it. I'm going to tell you what I think based off of like a single listen. And I'm trying to like triple that down because I feel like sometimes people like I say this or maybe they skip ahead or something and then they come and like they act like they I want to hear your insights is I guess what it is. You're going to see a million things I'm not going to see. And that's where the comment section in the future when you watch this video becomes super fucking blessed and super fucking interesting. Because the truth of the matter is I am going to hear it and give a first thoughts. And then you and the, you know, we, we established that. That's cool. That's what it is. Um, the way a format works is we're going to, I like to start off contextualizing my familiarity with the artist so that y'all understand where I'm coming into the album with. And then from that point on, we just talk about the album cover, the name of the album, and then run on through the project, listening to the songs, giving the thoughts and opinions. That's just kind of what it is. Um, I'm a big time Yellow Wolf fan for real. Um, as far as style and technique and flow goes, like I'm, I discovered Yellow Wolf in like 2010 or 11 or whatever, like really early on. Like I've been following his career for a minute, uh, maybe a little later. Maybe it was whatever. You know, he was signed to Shady around then. So it's like, yo, this guy got signed to Shady, but I fucked with his flow. I fucked with the fact that he was like holding his own next to Tech Nine and shit and doing a lot of stylistic things with his flow and his rhythm. Guys like him and Sage Francis are like huge on the inception of where I built the foundation of my flow from giving flowers. Like Eminem's cool and all, but have y'all seen what Yellow Wolf does with that smooth and intricate when he really wants to get into it? I mean, on top of that, he's got that like hybrid sound where he fucks with like, you know, the country and the rock and blends it in. And I'm a big sucker for like that shit. He did that album with Travis. He did a bunch of shit, with, maybe not an album, but a bunch of shit with what's his name? Fucking Blink Quinity two drummer dude fucking travis whatever i can't remember right now that's fine this is earlier than i'm normally recording y'all gonna have to bear with me um but yeah it's like he's got such a versatile approach and always felt like it inspired me to break boundaries and shit so like uh for a long while i was like yo yellow wolf might be like my favorite modern dude um and then uh, that whole thing with Royce and the whole M-bomb situation happened. And I'm like, yo, yellow, that's not cool. But then I realized I don't know shit all except for a couple of little snippets in it. So it never came up again. I don't know. I hope that, like, that situation got resolved because that would have been fucked up if, you know, whatever. But I don't know. This album's here now. Um, I didn't even know it was coming. <laughs> I didn't watch a single promotional anything. This to me was just like, a, oh, shit, Yellow Wolf is now here doing a thing. And Ismail told me, and he baited me. Ismail knows I haven't been that keen on jumping on fucking album reviews lately. 
and he knew that if he baited me correctly i would i would have to take that bait and jump at it and i i did so we're here in this moment uh i have no expectations coming into this i don't know what fucking direction he's going but i say that because yo all four of these albums are different vibes like none of these four albums sound the same they're completely different experiences. My favorite being Trial by Fire. Yo, fucking the, the way it Row Your Boat and the fucking punk song back-to-back flows in is one of my favorite parts in any two tracks back-to-back in any album I've heard almost anywhere. So it's fucking great. Those two tracks back-to-back. Some of the albums not as like that great. But yo, that, that album was fucking crazy cool. It's so experimental. So I have no idea where he's at with shit. No idea what sounds are going on. So we're going to discover it. I like the cover. It's fucking cool. I don't have a lot to say about it. It's just cool. It's got a nice little shapey, symbolic thing. I like the little eye in the middle. I'm certain that there are people who would do a monk. Is that like a sundial? Because it looks like little suns and shit. I don't really know. I don't know that I care that much to think more about it. But I feel like this does a great job of, in a small scale way, visually identifying this album and therefore making it easy to pick this out in the future should I want to listen to it in full. So, yay, Yellow Wolf did the thing with that. Um, shout out the designer. Yellow Wolf Black Sheep is an interesting title in light of uh, what happened last year with the whole um, N-Bomb situation. I don't know if it's in response to that. I don't know if it has anything to do with anything else. But with no knowledge, it's the only thing I could think of. And I guess in some ways, people might consider him to be like a black sheep of the game. I don't know. I thought his really cool like apology letter poem thing with regards to the the flag situation was really cool and inspiring to watch him like publicly evolve like that. So I don't know. Let's see what the fuck this album is going to be because, like I said, I don't know about where it's at. And I've been criticized for saying I don't know a lot. So rather than rambling forever and ever, what we are going to do is play the song. For those of you, yo, what's up, Ismail? For those of you watching this on YouTube later, you're not going to hear the song because this is a Twitch thing. For those of you watching on YouTube now until the video gets clipped, it is what it is. But uh, so if it seems weird, it's an incentive to come watch in the Twitch and the live. Uh, anyway... It's time to get into the first track on the project and give it the little listen and see what the fuck we think. It's called, wow, it's a four minute one, four minute, 10 seconds, just the intro. Wow. Um, I was just saying to my dude that I wasn't all that exciting. Um, so yeah, before I do it. So basically what's happening is I'm listening to it and then simultaneously I'm going to record my shit from my YouTube video. And then like it's kind of a hatch, half like interaction with people. And then I'm going to go into the album review part. So like I'm going to cut all this little part out after this. So we just listen to the first track on the project, the Yellow Wolf album. So you can see there's still all that to go. And now I'm going to go talk about it for a little bit and then ignore the Twitch chat while I do that so that I can get my sound bites. And then we're going to go listen to the next song and then I'll talk to y'all again. And that's the flow in general. Once the album's done, I'm mad happy to listen to whatever is there. Um, but yeah, we recorded in the live review type thing. Awesome. Uh, so as far as bars and shit go, I don't really know. I mean, I could go through it all and give you, like, a right quick, like, fucking analysis, but I didn't get the sense that it was necessary for this kind of a track. This was a vibe and a flow kind of feel. Uh, the beat comes in, and right away, my thoughts are like, yo, I want to move. And I was just saying to my dude, like, right before this, I don't even know if I'm that excited to listen to the Yellow Wolf album, because... I wasn't, like, that drawn back to a lot of stuff on Ghetto Cowboy, right? Um, just, like, like, I just wasn't, like, 
a hundred percent sold on the overall sound of it maybe it was just doing some shit maybe it wasn't for me or whatever um but like in general uh i kind of i kind of you know shut up hunky pirate for the follow though and it's cool if you'll be back i mean i like the project but sometimes you like a project like when you first hear it um but then after the fact you're like i don't really want to listen to it again like i'm finding like after years of this the amount of stuff that i'm like really into as like a conceptual idea like yo this is a great song i fucks with it i really enjoy it this that the next thing and then all of a sudden like i'm going back to bad and bougie and i'll even throw on a gucci gang before i'm going back to listen to any of this shit because as much as people hate on gucci gang i did that shit where like i ironically played it and now i find myself really enjoying it as a numbing i don't want to think song because those are kind of fun and nice to listen to sometimes. But when this came on, uh, this shit just hit me with this energy. And, like, Yellow Wolf's flow is nice, okay? Like, it's fucking exactly what the fuck attracted me to Yellow Wolf's flow, like, back in the day. Like, when he goes, told you I'd be Willie Nelson or this rapping shit, forget my verses, won't play none of my classic hits. I'm like, my guy, I still play Pop the Trunk. Yo, Pop the Trunk is fucking great. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I go all the way back with Yellow Wolf because this shit's so good. Like, Trunk music is fucking banging and Truck music reloaded is fucking banging and shit. I play all your classic shit because I used to sit there at work and listen to it all the time. Yellow. So I kind of get, like, where he's coming from a bit with the energy, the tone of shit because, like I was saying, I fucks with Yellow for a long time. Um... You should have been there when I cared about what people thought. I've been dumping it. Don't matter how much weight they brought. Talk. Yellow Wolf is iconic. Black sheep, white boys. It ain't nothing but ironic. Um, I guess he's just doubling down on his position and shit. And he's just kind of owning his world. And showing you what he brings to the table. Uh, his flow to me is impeccable. I think what he does with pauses there is really effective. And it makes it kind of more interesting. But it also gives him the ability to unload later on in the song. And increase it with the crazy speed up. Uh, that he wouldn't have allowed himself to have if he just kind of did that off the jump. So it allowed the song to really progress in the way it did. Yo, Kasky's fun. I never heard of Kasky one time in my fucking life. But yo, some of these bars was nice to listen to. The contrast between Yellow Wolf and Kasky is fucking like cool. Like it feels like a younger, more modern mixed with like a OG of that more you know regular kind of rapping flow. And I like that. I like it a lot. Um, don't ask me to quote any of these bars as insightful or whatever. The overall vibe was cool. Like I like the sorry, I did like the laundromat fucking laundering money bit. So like you catch that kind of shit and you're like yo stuff is connecting so as much as the flows is mad cool the idea that they're actually saying shit and like kind of presenting the vibe of who they are as an introduction which is what i feel like this track is trying to do like i feel like i know a little bit more where yellow wolf and kasky is at in their journeys listening to this track right now whereas i didn't know before this and it makes me a lot more excited plus this fucking back and forth verse oh my gosh sonically it was fucking delightful for me honestly it's a first listen so my grades count for shit but this is in that 4.5 to 5 like i really want to listen to this again like like when you eat junk food that is delightful you don't necessarily know if it's something you really like or if it's new but like you might really like it and so you got to eat it again and try it and figure out if it's just like whatever i appreciate your great stills ismail i appreciated this track i'm giving it that high of a grade but i'm also a sucker for yellow wolf doing what he does here but let's all take a little listen to the next track on the project and see what we all think 
of Daytona. Um, I fucked with this one too, and I like it a lot because right away it's a different vibe. Um, and they're not like doubling down on that intensity. Plus, they brought in a chorus, which was kind of important, right? Like the first one was a blunt introduction, which I've noticed a lot of people are doing. A lot of people are like starting their albums. Maybe I haven't been that in touch with it, but I've noticed a bunch of people start with these really long verse driven first tracks if they're going to go down the path of that like thing and it's not that uncommon anymore so then you got to follow that up with something with a chorus if you want your album to be like you know sucked in a little bit i think it creates a bit of hooks and then i mean let's be real mask on there's no corona it's so relatable it's so basic my check's never getting shorter even though there's the obstacles like it's what it is i can't say like it's super fucking insightful but it is kind of fun to listen to it's just got this crazy good vibe and it makes me fuck with it you know it makes me go that's all right that's a bit of a vibe hang on i gotta get my brave uh currency cryptos that they give it's fun if you got Brave Browser and that pop-up comes in, you get a little cryptos and that crypto tripled in value recently. So I'm a little more incentivized to like fucking click on those little ads. Anyway, this verse is really smart because, uh, you know, he's got that more auto-tuned and that chorus comes in. So you're kind of getting this expectation, I think, of Vapid. Like you're not going to have this song to think about anything. But like, yo, just that seeing the paranormal on such a regular basis i'm not normal there was too much dmt inside my baby bottle and my brain was forming like that's an interesting idea right like i'm fucked up and then he might use dmt as a specific example but if you really think about the chemical influx of all the different toxins that a lot of us consumed on some shit our parents did back in the day maybe there's a bigger illusion there that you can think about you know our scams in the white house they was counting ballots i ain't voted ain't important like that's some real shit that people feel politically i might go you should vote but like yo that's a perspective that's valid if you're sitting there and you're watching your government do this type of shit that's what it feels like um i really like the like the way he brought that shit in and i'm like nah, okay now that's why you're so motivated to get the cash because life's kind of weird and you're having a hard time dealing with shit and uh, i really thought that was a great verse it made me have a lot more empathy and enjoyment towards um Kasky. like i know a lot more about yellow wolf stories so it's like okay i know yellow wolf a little bit uh but i don't know Kasky. so i like the fact that i'm already starting to get to know him throughout the course of this project and we're only two tracks in um but yo i don't know the second verse from yellow wolf is dope too i really enjoyed it i like how he also plays in the fucked up drugged out kind of world and it kind of has like this complicated vibe so there is a cohesiveness between the verses in terms of the topics they cover and simultaneously makes it work as they try to find their way through in this fast life of chasing it all and the consequences that roll through it i think it's dope if i'm missing something i heard the song one time bear with me people i'm gonna say that a lot so that nobody forgets because y'all watching this live don't know that people who watch my shit absolutely skip ahead and don't hear me say this in every fucking song um before i put it up and then, yo, know, the third verse and shit, man, when they do that back and forth, oh my gosh, that looks so fun. They sound like they're having a great time. They sound like they're just in the lab together, fucking writing it line by line. Or maybe they're on the Zoom call. We don't know. It's a different era. And they just sound like they're kind of dudes who are just of kindred spirit in mind dropping line by line with each other and i thought it was super enjoyable i have a lot more to say about it except that i fucking dig the way that they're in the pocket i like the beats it's made by the same dudes money montage and tasty and i think that they also showcase a versatility between these two tracks and overall i like it so the first one is we're back with a vengeance and the second one is we live in fast and it's complicated 
Let's see where this project goes as we get the lifestyle they're putting out. I've noticed Yellow Wolf tends to take his albums and use them to be like anthemic lifestyles for like like anthems for whatever he believes in in this moment or whatever the current manifestation of his life is like. So I'm kind of excited to see what happens. Oh, did I give a grade? Eh, I'm going to give it in that 4.25 range. I haven't fucked with it quite like just the intro, but I still enjoyed it a lot. Uh, let's move on to Been a Problem and see what that sounds like, everyone. Um, so, yo, Been a Problem off the jump has the best chorus I've heard on this shit. It's just a, it's just a hook. Um, I'll be real with you. I think the second though, a rapper says Bin Laden and makes a pun off of that, I'm like, my guy. Like, who the fuck hasn't made that pun? Like, I mean, cool, it rhymes, it works. But there's a part of me that's a bit of a stickler where it's like, y'all, come on. Come on, my guy. That was so long ago. Anyway, but that's all right. So it's cool. He does the great rapping. He does his shit. It's a decent pun. But the overall sound of the chorus, if I turn off my thinking parts and I just vibe to it, it's beautiful. Like, been a lot of, been a lot of haters call it quits. Yo, um, I, I fight, uh, just to answer that Twitch, because I know uh, the comment, because I know y'all can see it in the video. Um, I don't find it weird that Yellow Wolf is not on his albums. They yeah, Yellow Wolf didn't want to necessarily play nice, as I understand it. He didn't want to be, like, in Detroit and whatever. He wanted to go be down in Nashville and stuff. And I think that they were just on different wavelengths, and they're trying to do different things. Yellow Wolf did not necessarily have the best things to say about his experiences working directly with Eminem, as I understand it. And so I'm adding the caveat of as I understand it. So it's not that surprising to me. Um, anyway... Uh, I like the verse, but like, I'll be real with you. I don't remember a fucking thing in the verse. It, it totally did not encourage me to pay attention, which doesn't mean it's bad or anything. It actually just kind of was nice. Like I felt like I wanted to Google and Wikipedia and go work and shit, which made me heart the song because I, I love it when a song makes me want to go work. I mean, people don't know that that's like a cool vibe to have. Like if your song makes me want to go be productive in my life, I don't really give a shit what it's about anymore. That's a cool song because it makes me want to go be productive. It makes me want to go move. It makes me want to go do things. Um, as far as the bars go, I mean, I don't know. I'm scanning them now. Nothing over here is fucking super insightful, but I don't think that's ever been what it's been about for me for Yellow Wolf. Yo, sometimes he slams that shit, like with a row your boat or whatever, but even on like the next track, Punk, it's more the vibe and the energy of the shit that really attracts me. It's the way he raps. It's the way he flows his words and rides the pockets, and that's what's attractive to me. And I, I guess... um makes it all right i just love the fact that 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 like flowed the way it did and i like the chorus a lot um i like that they keep troubling down the black sheep idea right they're letting you know what the fuck they mean by that black sheep but my game good we all know a black sheep's kind of like somebody who's outcasted and pushed to the side by the industry or the world that you're in etc etc you're the bad guy you're the one who does all the dark things etc so I kind of feel like in light of his life, him stepping into that, but then kind of owning it and coming through with it is an interesting move. And then pulling it up. I like how Kasky compares it to Dennis Rodman, who is a very interesting character to compare if you're going down that path. I mean, Dennis Rodman is fascinating if you have not Googled that guy. I mean, if you live through it, you know it. But if you have not lived through it, which I was a little young for it, uh, Google Dennis Rodman. It's a fucking trip. Um, Kasky comes through and does his thing. I don't know. It was it was delightful. Um, I also like his bars a little bit more. I feel like he's actually saying a little bit on this project. Like, I'm the same kid that had the Xanax in the pill jar, tantalizing, count the money twice, overanalyzing, got the call, and just hit her walls, man, I'm vandalizing. You know, like, I feel like he's in a different place than Yellow Wolf where, like, he's earlier on. I might be wrong. I don't know fuck all about Kasky, but the way I feel from his bars is that he's, he's almost, like, 
elevating at this point and it's kind of reminiscent a little more it feels like a shit's a little more serious whereas yellow wolf is, is is like more going through an identity crisis and i don't mean that disrespectfully i'm just trying to like interpret it in real time and shit overall it's dope i fucking like listening to this one too i'm gonna throw this in that 4.35 range it's dope but like i didn't actually care to listen to the bars in very much detail so that is what it is uh let's go on and check the next track on this project everyone and it's called billy and the purple datsun i don't know man i like the fucking vibe of this track and that's what i think is is really impressive about yellow wolf albums where i don't know that people really give them as credit is that with the exception of i think trunk music three and maybe ghetto cowboy i don't know one of those two He's really good at making the experience extremely versatile so that like, A, you as a listener, just I'm trying to give some tips on what I've noticed. Uh, you as a listener are more incentivized to actually care about the rest of the album at this point if the first four tracks are so different, which I think they're different to me. Like the, he's come fast, he's come slow. This one has a darker kind of like drug dealery vibe where like, you know, shit's a little more serious. They're kind of tapping into a little bit more of a visual storytelling on this one. Like when he's talking about like being in the room and having people bust through with the drugs, you can actually visualize the thing going on. His little like subtle nod over here that I got the Memphis plug to drop on you say who and then he says mafia because literally he's friends with DJ Paul and shit you know three six mafia I really like that um but I also like the fact that he makes the reference to Tupac off of juice and I really like it when people give that little bit of appreciation to the history and the influences of where they're coming from on that stuff I think that's super important and I like it when I see it um I even like this one too. Some soldier by any means, so many stripes that I don't buy Adidas. You know, it's like I'm doing my own thing. I don't need the validation of what other people might go through. That's a respectful lyric to me. Um, I like the chorus though. When the chorus kicked in, I think Kasky actually elevated the track. I feel like Yellow Wolf was running it, but I feel like Kasky is kind of stealing the show a little bit on this project. Uh, which isn't what I was expecting, as I've never fucking listened to this guy one time in my life. But it's what's happening here. Uh, that chorus was fucking smash. It was really great. It's not even about what he's saying. It's just the way he wrote the beat. It's just the way that it sounds. It's got a vibe, and it's a good vibe. It makes me want to like go back and listen to it again. And he he's perfectly in the pocket. And then Kasky just wraps his ass off on this one. This is a whole bunch of shit on that storytelling things. Like I feel like. Kasky has more recently done things like this <laughs> you know that's what it feels like as i'm listening to it um yeah it's true i do have zero expectations from Kasky, uh so i'm going to respond to that as that it does give me an open template but it doesn't always work out in the favor of the person when i have zero expectations i mean he's going up against yellow wolf so that's pretty big you know i'm giving Kasky the flowers there because it's respectful that like he brought some real shit into it i mean i really like the fact that he shouts out young thug to me that shows that he's in touch with shit because yo person after person i talked to is pointing at young thug as a very powerful tastemaker but right before that he's bumping too short you know it's like look at that i listen to everything you can try to tell me whatever but i'm actually doing the full spectrum of things and doing my research but i'm also living my life and going through it i think it's a pretty cool move there um i like the overall vibe i don't have more to say on this song i'm gonna go in that 4.5 range uh i think it's something i would listen to again uh i wasn't like instinctively putting the heart on it like the other ones but yeah, i probably should have uh on that note let's move on and we can all take a little listen to turn up in tijuana i hope we get to turn up together everyone 
So this song made me feel very cocky to listen to. It it um it really enhanced uh my desire to like feel brag braggadocious and bravado. Like we fucking in this, we taking over. That was the energy I got from it. I like the chorus. Um, you know, it just kind of has that like dealer esque fantasy, copious amounts of drugs, having the best fucking party and. Maybe I'm in my 30s, but it actually sounds like a good fucking party to go to. Ah, I spilled shit. Whoops, that happens sometimes. Uh, a good fucking party to go to. Like, I don't want to necessarily go too hard, but, like, if there's, like, a pound of weed in the room and a lot of good times happening, that also doesn't sound like a shit type. Uh, shit time. It has it has a lot. Um, maybe there's a nipples rule for men as well. Okay, maybe I don't know about Twitch. I know on other platforms it's okay. I didn't actually read the nipple rules on Twitch just because I know the chat's happening and you can see it, peoples. Um, but, like, I really like this song. I don't have more to, like, say about it except that the beat is airy and it has this fun, like, niceness to it. So we're at about the halfway point of the project, just shy of it. And the last four were kind of grimy and harder and more of an intense vibe, right? We were getting a sense that they're living this fast life of renegades outcasted by society. Their mission statement has been put forth, but shit's still kind of serious. But still, they're influenced by all this other stuff. And now, just to let you know that they do pay attention, they drop this fun, airy, cocky but still kind of like you know it still fits the album like anthemic party turnip song which i think really is a great move and it just is a good vibe on this and like say what you will but like we're in isolations and shit i kind of want to turn up in tijuana i'd honestly like just picturing it just makes me kind of feel like yeah i want to be there I don't want to live in a place where at 8 o'clock p.m. I'm, I'm locked and stuck in my apartment and I have to be at the done with the grocery store by 7.30. That shit's complicated. I want to be in Tijuana with all this fantasy shit going on. You know, I like the fact that, like, you know, he's bribing his way across the border. Like, all this just sounds like an elaborate fantasy of people stuck at home. And I guess I really relate to that. Like, I want to do the most exorbitant shit right now. You don't understand. Like, I want to go raving and doing all kinds of crap that, like, my 33-year-old ass shouldn't want to be doing right now. But I still want to do it because I haven't left my fucking neighborhood much in the last year. Year. You know, like, it's like, at this point, all of this sounds wonderful. I don't know. I don't even give a fuck if they have guns or shit. It just sounds fun. It just sounds airy. It just sounds fucking breezy to listen to. Um... So I'm going to give this about a 4.35 because I, I don't necessarily care about this track. But I also liked it enough that, like, again, it would just be so easy to listen to and come on and, and pass it through. And I think it does a lot to, to show another side of them on this project that's a lot more fun. Uh, that's what I got to say about that one. Let's move on and talk about cookies. I like cookies. What's your favorite cookie, everyone? Let me know in the comments and shit. Um, this is another track where I'm not drawn to it in any way, shape, or form for, like, what the fuck they're saying. It's, again, all on that vibes ride, which is great because, like, it makes me want to listen to it more than worrying about what they're saying. Um, but, like, I don't know. The chorus taps into Tupac, which made me happy. Like, I ain't a killer, but don't push me. Revenge is like the Swedish joy. You know, like. I know that was bad, okay? I know it was bad. Anyway, um, but, like, it starts off with that, and then Shadi was that into bougie. But it makes me feel like they're kind of tapping into that bad and bougie vibe, which is nifty to me. And then that 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 slowed-down, grayed-out chorus, it just felt like a vibe. And in a sense, I'm almost going, yo, is this the same album? But it is, and it makes sense. 
because it feels like we've we've progressed through an adventure like the early part of the album was harder and harsh hating and that was more a reflection of a struggle-esque era in their lyrics and all this shit now the music is more party-esque and airy and if you listen to what they're saying it's a lot less of the struggle and a little bit more like winning and uh, you know bossing up and taking over and so i kind of like the emotional transition that we've experienced on this album that matches the lyrics being put forth that if you look at the album with a bit more of a global story arc it actually is cohesive and fucking dope it makes me kind of curious to see where the fuck the story goes next to make him the black sheep right like that's his startup for sure um this is cool this is a really interesting thing as far as the specific bars on here i mean it is what it is like i feel like they're being super airy with it like the pack touchdown i'm a fucking tom brady that like what the fuck can i analyze there like it's a fucking normal ass lyric that is so like even people who don't watch football knows what the fuck that means you know touchdown you know like it's good it's cohesive i'm totally not listening to this because they're saying super insightful fucking shit this is really just like i'm vibing so on a vibe front, I fucks with it real heavy. Um, overall, I like this verse. The, the the last one from Yellow Wolf was my favorite. I think the energy was super cool. But again, don't know what else I can comment on except for the lame rappers. Fuck out of here shit. Because I guess from Yellow Wolf's old man perspective, he's kind of like, I'm doing a lot of this shit people are pretending to do or I've lived this life that's crazier than you, blah de do. And so you're lame out of here. But I feel like he really believes it to the bottom of his soul and I enjoyed listening to that. Um, this is a 4.25 to me. It's cool. It's airy. I still, it just makes me want to eat cookies, which isn't my favorite, but I don't think it's related to the track in any way. I just am a bit of a sugar junkie. Um, let's move on though to the next track on this project, the McQueen Fiend remix. Yeah, I like it because there's a vibe shift here. Um, it's almost like, yeah, Ascension's a funny thing, right? There are, there are phases to it as you like rise up throughout your little universes and shit um so it feels like after the fun part you get to the hard boss part and it almost feels like they're in this phase now here where like they've elevated even further so you know the fun era of it drops a little bit and they go back in but like check it i'm a god's child but my bank like a rothschild they see the balance probably wonder why i'm hostile you know like there's this different air to what they're going through that actually progresses nicely with the story to it yo I really fucking like the end of Kasky's verse, yo. I turned the TV off to turn on my own dreams, which is relatable. It's like when you, you decide, like, I'm going to stop watching Netflix. And I'm going to put more time into myself and education. Like, for me, that was like I read a lot of books and I watched a lot less TV. Uh, I turned to the Book of Faith. I'm burning it at the seams. I guess that's maybe casting off the religious norms of the Bible Belt. And I uh, took, look and I look nice, but everything ain't what it seems. I don't know, man. I feel I feel that shit. People seem to really think I'm a lot nicer of a person than I am. I might try to be kind and good, but nice is described as pleasant and agreeable. I don't really think I'm nice, you know. I'm not that pleasant, nor am I that agreeable. People might call me these things, but I know my soul. Uh, the chorus is fucking bless. Uh, it's got a good vibe. It does its shit. And I feel like even Yellow Wolf is coming through on this boss tip. Like, old me was killer, now I'm Obi-Wan Kenobi. And if you think about that reference, it's like now you educating the youth. You moving forward. You the general pushing on through with it. I feel like he does bring a lot of bars in this one. It was really enjoyable to just kind of sit there and listen to him go off. After, we had a few songs off. 
of just vibing and kind of taking a break, which is an interesting song construction, right? So you give some lyrics, then you give some vibes, then you give some lyrics, and it gives you an opportunity to alternate between the two, showcasing a wider versatility at an album level. So that's fucking cool to me. Um, the beats, I, everything about it is all right. I'm going to get this a 4.5. I would totally fucking bump this shit again. Um, yeah, that's all I got to say about it. It's uh, one of those albums where at this point I'm like, the, the insight I can offer gets less and less profound as they don't do a lot of new, but what they're doing is fucking delightful. So my lack of expressiveness isn't necessarily to comment on the lack of quality and enjoyment. It's just, eh, you don't like saying the same thing 11 times in a row usually. Uh, but let's move on to the next one, Open. I'll be honest, I didn't fully listen to all the lyrics in this one as we did this. Um, it was back to that vibe shit, but also, like, card. I feel okay, sorry. Yellow's verse was really, really insight. Like, I caught that one. Um, but basically, the other verse I felt was more vibey, which is really cool. But when Yellow Wolf was doing that shit where he was, like, doing half lines and then the ad-libs to complete the line, I thought that was really nice. I also liked the way he referenced a lot of the collaborators he's had over the years and a lot of the different things he's done because, yo, know, his, his life is kind of nifty. His career has gotten a lot of interesting accolades on it. Um, I just enjoyed it. It was dope. I like the way he flips up the verse at the end. I like the way that as the beat moves along, it almost feels like the chorus kicks in early before DJ Paul comes back. Like they give their own little hooks in their verses to serve a purpose before DJ Paul just does his thing. And it's fucking lovely. I mean, I don't know how to put it. DJ Paul comes in, does a vert chorus. It's, it's, it's just great. He does his thing. It's almost like... He never has to do anything different for the rest of his life, and it will always be delightful to see DJ Paul come through and do the DJ Paul thing on a track. Like, it just hypes me up every single time, and I love it. Um, Kasky's verse is dope. I don't know. I felt like he was flexing in a way where I'm like, I don't really feel like listening. To I'm not in the mood to listen to the vibe you're on right now, but overall, it was dope. I still feel like we're on this bossing up front. I like the idea of always being open. I like the idea of making yourself accessible and grinding and willing to outperform people as opposed to like letting others take your spot. I feel like there's this competitive energy in the world and a lot of us feel this need to do an exceptional amount of things in order to impress. I mean, like, in my own life, I'm like, I'm going live twice today. Like, that's fucking ridiculous if I think about it at a practical level. But it's also like, if I don't do it, I'm, you know, cheating myself out of moving that much further in my life and stuff. So I guess I hear these bars sometimes and I, I just picture the correlations and the grinds and hustles. And I feel like it's this whole album is something like I could just throw on. The next time I have to spend an hour and a half doing boring-ass logistical fucking copy-pasty shit, which happens so often off-camera. Uh, so it's a cool track. I'm going to give it a 4.25, but it's a cool track. Et la prochaine qu'on va parler, il s'appelle C'est la vie. I mean, there's nothing unfactual about the statement, everybody can't come to the party, C'est la vie, and motherfucker's been hating on me. Um, I don't know, my perspective on this shit's changed. Um, like, the more you learn about the industry, the volumes of people the attitudes a lot of different things you start connecting pieces and dots a song like this just makes more sense when you look at the position a guy like yellow wolf will play or what they do is it they all kind of sound the same let's be fucking real but at least everybody can't come to the party say la vie is something that like is kind of real like it's a, it's a lesson that i don't know that a lot of people are aware of like we all have to be kind of understanding of the number of slots available in different roles and therefore find the best role to play. 
and then within that role you might have parties but they're still always going to have like lanes with slots and and there's there's just a, a, only so much availability right and so how are you going to end up at the party you got to find a way at the party but you can't be mad that you can't go to the party you have to earn your spot at that party and earning your spot at that party is not necessarily the easiest thing in the world to do and that's why when i hear that was the way he worded it here i liked it i really liked it it didn't seem petulant it kind of felt like a place of i kind of want you to know that we worked real hard to be here if you want this you can get it but not everybody's gonna get it and i think that in this millennial bread era of you can be everything we were told we can be and that is kind of true but nobody really explained how hard it is to achieve things how many years of not success comes with the visible portions how much shit you don't see that happens all the blabbly blooblies you know everybody knows the shit if you really lived the lives and you've gone through any kind of grinds and stuff just consider job hunting okay just 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 think about job hunting and how fucking brutal it is to find a job like i am so grateful i don't have to do that right now like i i thank god that i don't have to do that right now every day of my life because it's so blessed that's how it feels because yo if you think anything like that's hard imagine trying to find a job in this times so it sounds so complicated and stressing um anyway I like the overall vibe of this track, though. You know, it's just kind of them coping. I mean, people getting obsessed with your success, man, that shit sucks when they really start to hate you just for being the best that you can. I wasn't meant for being. I'm like, listen, here's the thing. I kind of relate to it more now than I ever did in the past, and so I feel it. Like, that's the problem. The problem is, as I relate to this song too much in this very moment of my life, so I fucks with it way too much, and I don't like that I have to fucks with it the way that I do. Um, but I do, and I, I appreciate it differently now. Um, whereas I would have probably just been like not the same even six months ago. Um, so long as y'all hating on me and my blessings, you will never ever have a breakthrough. There are some people that definitely need to hear that message. Um, yeah, as Ismail pointed out, 30 job offers, only three called back. That sounds brutal to me. Um, and I, I, I think Ismail's wonderful, don't get me wrong. But that's a brutal reality that so many talented people are facing right now. But when people do have successes and so many people are not maybe doing well, they tend to get really mad and they, they lash out. And I'm not just talking about myself. I've been watching a lot of behaviors over the last year or so and just people and things. And yo, like I've had people get mad at me for saying I had a good weekend because their weekend was bad. Like we're talking about some basic shit, you know? Anyway, second chat verse is pretty solid. I fuck with it. I really like this this get rich or die trying bars over here. That was really fucking cool. In general, the song's fucking fire. I'm gonna give it a four point five. Uh, maybe it's just how I'm feeling right now, and I think it's always important to tell people like, yo, it's really everything about this shit's related to how you feel. I could listen to this in a completely different mood at a completely different time of day and have a completely different reaction to it. You know. Anyway, that was my little monologue rant on this track. Say la vie. This is all the thoughts that came from that one. Um, I'm getting, like I said, 4.5. Listen, I am not used to like doing shit at this time of day, so bear with me for being a little weird with it. Um, but let's talk about Tat Shop. I like, see, so yeah, I like how it's almost like another anti-hater song but the vibe is flipped right so the first one was like getting your petulant energy out and people don't know that sometimes it's really good to just you gotta have some petty time you just gotta like be a negative nilly for an hour or two and just be the biggest fucking baby ever 
so that you can get it out of your system a little bit because if you just pent it up forever it's not good news bears so i feel like that last track kind of felt like that like when you indulge your pettiness and have a few moments of wanky whinerness to yourself not a good time to talk to your homeboys when you're like that i will literally fill up five inboxes with like essays but not my favorite moments but it happens um but that's what the vibe was. Whereas this feels more like flossing on them haters. Like, yo, in response, we don't have to be negative. Let's go hit up that tat shot, flex on our shit, and do our thing. And I really like that. I really like the kind of, like, elevation feel. How Kasky's reflecting on all this serious shit. Pointing out in a very legitimate and serious way that Oxycontin is fucking up a lot of people's cities and shit. And, yo, Canada, it's not exactly like that shit ain't up here, too. I don't know about Montreal. I don't I don't know at all about Montreal's oxy stats to be honest. But I know the shit's here. I know the shit's everywhere. I know it's it's a thing that people do. Um where you can't I don't know. I just I think it's cool that like in the midst of this, like, you know, it's like you become more powerful and socially aware and then you use that platform to actually talk about some realistic fucking issues in your life which which is dope i like that he doesn't want to become another victim to like fucking death and shit he wants to make sure his life elevates to be bigger and better than that that's fucking cool to me so it's almost like i flip it like the haters i'm not gonna die i'm just gonna fucking win and then yellow wolf i think does the same thing but talks about a girl for a minute or i guess or like whatever i don't know his verse wasn't as interesting as kasky's but still delightful to listen to i'm sure on my third or seventh listen i'd be like oh yellow wolf super insightful just whatever this is first listen shit so yeah i'm gonna give it another 4.25 it's a good vibe i fucks with it it's enjoyable and then there is one more track on this project before we do the wrap-ups and that is the million dollar deal i fucks with the ending of that I feel like this album really is a journey and this is a almost celebratory fucking ending to it. Like all of the things happened in my life, all of the things went on on the struggle and it, and they cover a lot. They cover literally their past and the darkness and the aggression that went along with their world. They cover the wavy fun parts. They cover some of the more dramatic situations. And I feel like in a sense, listening to this project, you, you really do get like a summary of their like lives up until this point. And then this point culminates in this very big success moment. And so, like, the climax is this, yo, I just shook a million dollar deal and I never left the crib. Like, imagine that. You made a million dollars and you didn't even have to leave your house. Like, that is a level of, like, amazing success that personally I would love to achieve one day. And, yo, it might sound, like, superfluous or whatever, but... I mean, to know I could make a million dollar deal, a deal doesn't necessarily mean that you made a million dollars. It just means that there was a deal that valued at a million dollars that happened. <laughs> he never left the crib. That's fucking crazy. You know, like maybe he did make a million off of that. If that's the case, dope. He made a million. He's not necessarily flexing, but he's letting you know that this is where the life is at. That's a flex to me. It's calm. It's whatever. Like, and just the fact that he goes back to Creekwater, which is that first project he dropped way back in 05 and shit. Like, yo, that's like... He broke through, man. And to think that it took 15, 16 years to get to a point where, you know, you're at this celebration. Like, that's a grind. But he kept at it, and he's just winning his victory here at this point. And then 
Caskey's verse, though, okay, first of all, that chorus is great. It's got a great melody. The Caskey's verse, holy shit. He just broke down his life story and traumas he faced and the things that like motivated him to go over. Talked about the impact of drugs on his family, how it impacted him on a personal level, made it more complicated. Yo, then culminates it with that. I'm just trying to find peace in these folk are all as dramatic as CNN slapping some again political cultural references into that shit. Bruh, that's a great verse. This shit's a good song. I'm going in that 4.75 to 5 range. This might be one of my favorites on this album for real. It's almost like go through those hard parts because it's going to be worth it. And I feel like that's what this whole album, like, if we're, let's, let's, let's move into the like album wrap up. I actually really like this project. Do I think I'm going to listen to it a lot and hold? Probably not. That's not the kind of guy I am. But I love the overall tone and like fucking message of this album i love the fact that like you're listening to it and it starts off in a certain vibe in a certain energy and a whole bunch of like fucking um fast crazy paces and as time moves on with the album it, it almost goes from like a 2011 early yellow wolf vibe into this smooth modern 2021 thing that can just work so it's like as the album progresses it's like you go through all these different eras and sounds like he almost flexes his entire yellow wolf at least his entire career on us on this project and landing at this point where it's like yo i'm good and then Kasky's just, I don't have more to say, but he's cool. I really liked what he brought to the album. And he did a very similar thing to Yellow Wolf, so it would be redundant to repeat it again. Overall, yeah, projects in the 4.35 range. It was a great, enjoyable listen. Um, I had a lot more fun than uh, I thought I would. I'll be real with you. I wasn't necessarily enthused to just start recording this. But then when I got into it, I feel like my mood is elevated and I'm ready to go grind out the rest of my fucking day. So the album put me into grind mode. And I like being in grind mode because that's a conducive mode to having me have a nice, I can maybe play cyberpunk experience at the end of the day. So that's fucking dope. Anyway, appreciate y'all being here with me. It's fucking cool. Um, I always like, you know, it's always nice when that happens. Uh, I, I, it makes it more insightful to see comments come in like while I'm, I'm doing it. Like, yay, at least people care, you know, that's a fucking cool thing. Um, somebody did ask me to listen to a song, um, but I was just going to still record the outro part for the YouTube videos and then see if they're still there. Um, but basically, yeah, I appreciate y'all being here with me. Um, definitely thank y'all watching this in the future for being here. Hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, all that good stuff. Um, special thanks to the patrons. Uh, Ismail Gadamsi, Chris Prada, Jonathan Barnes, DJ Black, Hurricane, Lindo, and Scribble. They're dope. They support what we do. If you support what we do, you can go ahead and hit that little patreon.com slash behind that suit and do your thing like that. Um, on that note, everyone, for the sake of the sound bit, live long and prosper, everyone.